This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser from Bloomberg Radio. song we're talking about the band the song is the weight and uh i pulled into nazareth that has to do with martin guitars and where the company is based and robbie robertson of the band he revealed i think a few years ago that he was sitting around in his woodstock home with his martin guitar looking for some inspiration and he looked inside his guitar and saw the words made in nazareth and so a song and an iconic lyric was born speaking of iconic the martin guitar company they have been making guitars for well nearly two centuries established back in 1833. Uh, They just announced the release of two new guitars as part of the National Association of Music Merchants Believe in Music Week's virtual event, which wraps up today. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about this iconic uh, guitar brand. Chris Martin IV is the CEO of the Martin Guitar Company. He is with us on the phone, not from Nazareth, but from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and he joins us here on Bloomberg Business Week. Hey, nice to have you here, Chris. Welcome. Thank you so much. So I have to ask you, first of all, are you sixth generation for the company, running the company? I, I am the sixth generation. I'm C.F. Martin the fourth. Two of my ancestors were named Frank for some reason. Okay, because I was doing some research and I was trying to make sure I had the count uh, right. How are you and, and what's the past year been like for you guys? Well, you know, um, Pennsylvania, the governor basically shut the state down. In, a, in about a week. So every day, it's like, okay, tomorrow we'll do this. And then tomorrow was like, oh, no, we're going to do this and this. And by the end of the week, we were closed. And I, thought, I said to my colleagues, because I've been through guitar booms and busts for a variety of reasons, often economic, sometimes cultural. And I said, all right, let's just go for break even. If we can, you know, we'll bring the business down. We'll, we'll unfortunately, you know, we'll have to lay off a bunch of people. They'll get unemployment. Right. And we'll go to break even. And then... All of a sudden, the phone started to ring, and it turns out that when people were stuck at home, they really wanted to buy a guitar. <laughs> did that? Was that April, May? Like, how quickly did that start? Yeah, so February, March. Okay. By April, we we kept petitioning the governors, like the governor. People want our product. Can we can we go into the warehouse? Can we just get a half a dozen people into the warehouse to ship the product that's on the shelf? Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, only a half a dozen with the protocol, wear a mask, take their temperature, social distancing. Right. And then we put together a protocol. You know, we have a, I don't know, 40-page book hmm. about this is the way we're going to reopen the business. And we showed that to the state of Pennsylvania, and they said, huh, all right, you seem to be serious about wanting to get back into business. And I think that helped allow the state of Pennsylvania to say, hey, some of these firms that are really trying to, to be diligent about the virus right. should go back to work. So I've been working from home, mm-hmm. but my dedicated colleagues who actually make the guitars are in the factory making guitars because we're back ordered. Okay, so let's talk about the kind of demand that you've seen. You're back ordered. Yeah. Tell me what normal orders in a non-pandemic world have been, were like for you guys and then what it's been like post-pandemic and everybody's like, I'm home, I want to play yeah, guitar. Yeah, so, you know... It, from, you go from Obama to Trump, the economy's been pretty good. Yeah. And so, you know, we benefit, you know, and people have some discretionary money. But uh, this demand, and it's not just Martin, 
everyone who makes some kind of musical instrument that you can play at home, right now they're backordered. We're all, we're all scrambling. We're all like, okay, we're trying to catch up. And, and the real challenge is to allocate the scarce product that we have uniformly across our customer base around the world. Right. Hmm. Well, that's interesting, right? Because you had global demand. Um, yeah. How many, give me an idea. We're, you know, Bloomberg, we're into, you know, how, how many guitars, and I know you guys have a bunch of different guitars, yeah. uh, but how many can you produce in a week? And is it all handwork or it's a mixture of hand and... Uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a combination. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, my family's business has always respected technology. And one of my competitors, I will say this honestly, Bob Taylor, got a jump on us in terms of using computer numerically controlled routing machines, which really make the early part of the manufacturing process very efficient. And we got religion. So I often joke when I give a factory tour that my ancestors, if they could come back and see the factory that they left me, yeah. their head would spin. They'd be, but they are, ultimately, they are put together by hand. Right. No, was, no one, I don't care where you make guitars, no one has invented the guitar put-it-together well, machine. We're, <laughs> and we're showing for our folks who are watching on our YouTube channel, uh, our Bloomberg Business Week YouTube channel, uh, you can see some of the manufacturing and the handwork that goes into mm -hmm. it. I'd love to get an idea of a business like yours, and you say you respect technology, and so it's a combination of technology and people putting the guitars together. I think you said you get about 185 out in a week. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Well, we have two factories. We have the main mothership, I call it, in Nazareth. <laughs> uh, you know, my, my great-great-great-grandfather started his business in Lower Manhattan. Right. And in 1839, moved to Pennsylvania. And then early in my career... Hudson Street, up, if I recall, if yeah, I read it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We opened up a sister facility in Mexico, a Maquiadora. Yeah. And so in, at that facility, we make all of our Martin guitar strings, and we make what I, I'll call a medium-priced Martin guitar. And so we actually do more volume because the price is lower. So we're doing about 400 units out of that factory a day. Wow, that's yeah, pretty... I, I don't know where they're all going, but they're going somewhere. Well, it's interesting. So what do you expect? Do you, you know, anticipate... I mean, you've got to feel good about the demand that we're seeing. You wish it was not against yeah. a, a health pandemic. Right. But I think one of the things that we ask about a lot of businesses is, do you anticipate that this continues because once the world opens up, right, yep. all of a sudden yeah. we have a lot of challenges for our time again? So, yes. Uh, a good friend of mine, Brian Majeski. He and his brother have a, a trade publication, Music Trades. Mm -hmm. And Brian was involved last week in, a, in an event at our virtual trade show. And Brian made the prognostation, whatever that word is. You know, he's, he's, he likes to analyze data and then from the analysis kind of tell you what he thinks might happen. And he said, I think that people, not everyone, but enough people are going to continue to work from home. Maybe not every day, but often enough that they will still want to buy guitars because they have some free time, you know, in, be in between work. You're doing, you're doing Zoom calls all day. You got 20 minutes break before your next call. And how many times have we seen, we're seeing, you know, someone on TV and doing a Zoom call and in the background's a guitar? A lot of times. Yeah. So they pick it up. They got 20 minutes to, to just do something else and then go back to work. <laughs> Well, I have to say, uh, my husband loves to play guitars, uh, yeah. guitar, he has a few of them, um, and he's got... Um, you can never have enough, you know. 
I know that. That's what he tells me. I say that about <laughs> shoes, and that's why we have a happy marriage. <laughs> um, but he has uh, a Martin, and the acoustic sound is just pretty incredible. I think it's a 28, uh, 0028. Uh, that's 28. Our, that's yeah. our bread and butter guitar. Yeah, and it's just a, a beautiful sound. Um, you know, it's interesting, too, that I wonder, and, and talk to me, because you guys, too, a lot of things that we've talked about over the past year is companies innovating, being disrupted. And I do wonder whether it's digital, online if you're seeing you know you grow your business that way even more because of what's happened in the pandemic and talk to me too about you guys are creating an earth guitar or an environmentally friendly guitar which I think is another bigger trend that's coming out of the pandemic that we're all thinking a lot more about especially as the world shot shut down right and all of a sudden there was clean air or just yeah, yeah. or we saw the fires in California like that we're just thinking a lot more about our environment so the first question what we've seen at the retail level is the retailers that already had a robust online presence have done better mm. than the brick-and-mortar retailers. Some do both. Some came from a digital world and then did brick-and-mortar. Most came from brick-and-mortar and, mortar and did, did a digital world. But the ones that can do both, because people are going to want to go back into a music store. There's something about hanging out in a music store, right. playing a guitar, talking to other guitar players, maybe buying something. But in the meantime, you can't do that. The other thing, what I've seen in, just in my career is that, you know, we use these, they're called rare exotic woods for a reason. Mm -hmm. And we need to find alternatives and we need to take better care of the rare exotic woods. And so we've partnered with the Forest Stewardship Council and they audit us. They come in annually and they want to make sure that when we say we've bought this wood legally, they, they come in and they say, prove it. We want to see the paperwork. We want to see the, the – and so that's what the earth guitar is. It's a way of us saying mm -hmm. you can buy these rare exotic woods and you can buy them legally and correctly. And, and that's, that's what it's really all about is uh, there's still illegal logging going on. There's still you know, wood that gets sold nefariously. I want no part of that, and I don't think any guitar should have – I don't think anything made out of wood – should have any illegal wood in it. So there's still a big concern, you know, and you look right. over, you know, you look in some parts of the world and a $100 bill will buy a lot of illegal wood. Yeah, I can imagine that. And listen, the the way of consumers, you know, they care about this stuff and they're increasingly Good. asking glad, the questions. That, yeah. Me too as well. So what is this Believe in Music Week? It's a virtual yeah. event. Uh, yeah. People who are interested can check out the NAM yeah, site, NAMM.org. Yeah. Today, today and this weekend, log on, it's free. Um, there's going to be some really good music this evening and tomorrow. So it was our, we had to pivot. Mm -hmm. Normally, this week would be our traditional big international trade show as part of our trade association in Anaheim. Can't do it, right? Yeah, right. Not going to happen. And Joe, the CEO of NAM, said, Chris, I don't want to sit this one out. I said, Joe, we can't. He said, if we sit it out, we're going to lose people. We're going to lose the connection that our association brings to all of the tribe. And so this was our digital show. And what it's turned out to be, as Joe said the other day, he said, you know, it's not the same as a physical trade show, but boy, in terms of connecting all of us that haven't seen each other in a year, yeah. it's done a really good job. 
Yeah, right. And just bringing the community. Listen, I've used the word over and over again, community, but um, it's an important one. Hey, very quickly, 30 seconds here. Uh, You do a lot of collaborations with celebrities, Clapton and others in terms of making guitars. Is there someone you haven't made one with that you'd love to do? Just quickly. Yes, absolutely. And we've tried and tried and tried. So there's a a, a couple. Bob Dylan. (sighs) Neil Young. (laughs) Anytime you're ready, we're ready. (laughs) <laughs> All right, deal. And, we, and when they when they do it, you can let us know. Come on back uh, on it will. and tell us about it. Um, uh, yeah. Listen, Chris, thank you so much. Oh. Good luck with the event and great to check in with you. And I hope we can do it again in the future. Sure, uh, thanks. Be well. Chris Martin, uh, the fourth CEO of the Martin Guitar Company. We said family run, family owned. Uh, joining us on the phone from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania.